Tiana from the Harp Hill Podcast and I'm back again with another episode. It is season two, episode two, and of course I'm happy to be back. Um, funny enough, um, I'm gonna just jump right into it. Funny enough for like the last three days I've had like a really bad like anxiety trip and it literally came out of nowhere. Um, I have mentioned it on my Facebook where Um, I basically equated it to how I used to be, um, like the night after drinking when I would wake up and instantly get anxiety and like this really, really anxious feeling because I know somebody was going to tell me a story about what I did previously the night before. And it was probably something like embarrassing or whatever the case may be, but it's crazy because I haven't felt like that in over a year. So to randomly, um have like this rush of anxiety for two whole days straight it it was just like really like nutty to me and um somebody had mentioned like the moon and I had literally just got my cycle like it was just a lot of stuff happening at one time and I just I really just wanted to, to curl up in a bowl and just be a hermit or whatever um when I have like really bad anxiety spurts like that like I get like really sad um and I'm typically, I'm the kind of person who likes to be alone, so I enjoy my solitude, but I really needed 
uh well what I felt like I really needed to like be around somebody and to like be embraced and like babied and like I said typically that's not really like how I am so um like I said I just needed to be like coddled or you know told that it was gonna be okay or just you know (sighs) I need a warm embrace anyway so I got past that situation the uh after the two days I had actually was having a really good day and um everything was all right funny enough on my uh uh, today my um my mailman just came by to like drop me off a package and stuff like that and um I was asking him like did him and his girl like enjoy the gift because as you some of you guys know um I had gift uh I had gifted him like $30 in like a card on Christmas because he's literally been on my route for like the last four years and crazy because the girl before who used to run my route, I was just about to give her a gift, like right before she, like right before she left. And as soon as I was about to give it to her, she just like disappeared into thin air and then he started. So I've actually known him for like a really long time. He's always been like a really good dude. And then like, I just felt like last year with this whole like Corona thing going on and stuff like that, I just decided to like give him a gift. I'm pretty sure, especially coming from the customer service, um, side of things and just having to deal with people like either face to face or over the phone. I can just only imagine how it is to be like a mailman and have to deal with, you know, a variety of different personalities on a daily basis. So I just wanted to gift him something and let him know like he is appreciated. Um, I understood at the time that he was risking his life, much like a lot of different people who were um, essential workers. And I felt like he deserved a little gift. So $30 in a car wasn't really nothing to me, but it meant everything to him, which put a smile on my face. And um, two weeks ago, I believe he just told me that he just had a baby. So I gifted him again with these really nice like coffee and tea mugs. And they actually came with these nice, these really nice like gold spoons. And I gave him like some wax melts that like, uh, kind of like, um, permeate the house that smell like re- they smell really good, but I didn't get him like the, the, the wax burner. I just got him the wax melts, <laughs> but, um, I haven't seen him in about two weeks. So I was telling him like, yo, um, let me know how your girl likes it or whatever. And da, 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 da. So she was just, he was just telling me that him and his girl, like really appreciate them. They, they like displayed them. He was like, yo, like they're really nice. They got like lids and everything. <laughs> I was like, okay. Like I really, I did my shit. So, um, funny enough, um, I really wasn't in like a, the best of like moods today, but talking to him like really brung my spirits back up. So, you know, shout out to him. Um, y'all should shout out him for, you know, bringing me kind of like out of my funk or whatever the case may be, because I really didn't want to record today. But I actually sat and like talked to him for like a smooth 10 minutes. Like I'm asking him about the baby. I told him about my whole pet sitting experience and how I really want to get a cat. Just like mad different shit. And um, yeah, it was nice to like talk to him for a minute just to just, you know, just chat. So um, yeah, that happened. But yeah, speaking of, you know fur babies, all of this different stuff. So I was telling him like, yo, I really could just like, once I get the cat and everything, cause I'm, I'm actually worried about my allergies. Um, so when Nova, the kitten, um, that I pet her for Raven, when she had actually came over here, um, like I got a really bad rash on like my chest. Like it's actually scarred up was been scarred up <laughs> since she left and it had, and I, I'm not really sure if it's like it's crazy because the season just changed and then also she just came over here so I can't really pinpoint what it really was but I am kind of guessing it probably was the cat because 
it was like a really intense reaction. And then when she left, it kind of just like left with it, um, over, um, a series of days or whatever the case may be. And I love me some Nova. I love me some pets period. But, um, I, like I was telling him, like, I don't want to risk my health if, um, it means that I'm a, if I'm a continuously keep feeling like this and, you know, getting highs and rashes and all of this other different, I got enough skin problems as it is. And just to add insult to motherfucking injury, <laughs> bring a goddamn cat into this motherfucker and then, you know, have to give it away. Like I would hate to have to do that. And like I said, I got, I got attached to Nova fast. Okay. It took me all of 48 motherfucking hours to decide that I wanted a fur baby. So, <laughs> um, like I said, I wouldn't want to put myself or, you know, a cat that is in need in this or a kitten that is in need in a situation where I would have to give it give it away and then have to make like adjustments on how I would have to go about the whole situation but I was like I was telling him like listen yo like it's instacart like I could go on there and buy like a whole bunch of stuff for the kitten. I just need the kitten like I, how much you want and if you're giving it away even better i want a cat or a kitten that's already dewormed got a shots and everything like you know I, I want in a perfect world i would love for that situation to happen but if i needed to go out my way to like you know get a dewormed and everything like that then that's that's fine also it's not like i don't have the bread to do it i just don't want to do it but speaking of fucking instacart right i have a love hate situation with instacart because instacart is really great um, but at the same time, the niggas be taxing. Like, why are you charging so much to bring me fucking paper towels and motherfucking pads to my crib? Like, and, and some juice. Like, listen, I probably had about five things in a cart the other day, right? And the total still came out to like 44 fucking dollars. And I'm just like, yo, really, my nigga? You niggas is hiking up fucking prices like the fucking ox across the street. And to be quite fucking honest with you, I'm going to get more, you know, them niggas definitely be inflating prices as well. But I'm going to get more uh, uh, a bang for my buck if I decide to, you know, just get my ass dressed and go across the street. But I literally just was in a state where I just didn't feel like leaving the house for nothing. Like, um... I'm gonna have to go down a hole at some point because I need to like wash my uh clothes and like my linens and shit like that. But like aside from that, child, I don't wanna I really just don't wanna be bothered with people. Uh, I really don't. I wanna be left alone. Like aside from my interaction with the mailman, he's always just like pleasant though. Like he's easy to talk to and be around and different things like that. So I don't mind him. Um and even that, he's just here for like a short period of time. Like today was probably like the longest conversation we have. We we probably sat there and talked for like ten or fifteen minutes. But, you know, most of the time we chat for like two, three minutes and then he's like going or whatever. But, um, yeah, uh, Instacart is just like smoking dick or whatever the case may be. And, um, though it is very beneficial, I don't like them at the same time. But, um, I'm gonna probably have to use them because when I get this kitten, like I said, I don't like to be around people or have to tote like a whole bunch of things home. And, you know, um, what's the nigga's name? Lyft. Lyft, the car service, Uber, you know, them niggas, them niggas be taxing on rides too, okay? Because I needed to go, what was that, like a week ago? I needed to go pay my rent and get me like a little money order from Hannaford and shit like that. And I just needed to go up. I, I literally was on probably the same type of time. Like, I don't really want to be bothered with the people on the bus. This was, yeah, this was that same motherfucking day. Because I was telling y'all last week about how my motherfucking lace was lifting and shit like that. See, none of that would have happened if Lyft and they raggedy ass prices weren't getting hiked the fuck up. 
Now, if you know where Bleecker Terrace is and where Hannaford is, it's literally a five minute fucking ride. But guess how much they want for that ride? The niggas want $17. Are you dumb? Are you smoking? Listen, is it crack that you smoke? I'm not paying $17 fucking dollars to literally have a one fucking way ride. Like, you got me fucked up. So, you know, I sweated out my little lace and I got on a bus. But anyway, um, yeah, same scenario. I needed to go. It just be funny. Like, I'm just not in a mood to, like, pay for no goddamn car and shit like that. Because literally, um, I still have anxiety about getting on the highway. Um, number one. That's, like, one of the really big reasons why I haven't gotten a car yet. Um, that, the fact that I don't want to pay for fucking gas that I'm barely going to motherfucking use or insurance because let's face it, I don't go any motherfucking where and literally the car will literally just sit in the goddamn parking lot. It just doesn't make any fucking sense to me. And because fucking transportation, literally there's a bus stop outside of my house. If I walk a couple of more blocks, there's a bus right there. It's just like, I just, so listen, I don't have any children. I'm not in a position where I need to go um, a crazy amount of miles to get to fucking work anymore. So, um, yeah, a, a car would not be essential to me. If anything, it would be a liability and not an asset. So, uh, yeah, because, you know, I've always heard conversations around people just saying like, oh, you're this old and you don't have this. And you're. Da, da, da. I bet you I got more money in my bank account than you. I bet you that. <laughs> I bet you that. Yeah the fuck i'm not adding bills that are just gonna be unnecessary to my fucking life are you dumb so yeah um case in point do what the fuck you want to do um because these motherfuckers ain't gonna help you pay this insurance that gas or um the car (laughs) the fuck (laughs) you're not gonna fucking trick me into getting some shit that is going to be a liability to me and not an asset okay now if i had me a little you know a little whining and crying, a little, little, little child up under me. You know what I'm saying? If I was in a situation where I was making a lot of runs or I decided to get into a business where I needed to like move around a lot, then yes, then we can talk about investing in a vehicle and all of that. But honestly, I literally go Norway and everybody delivers to my doorstep. So yeah, I just need to know. I, I just see no point. Um, <clears throat> wow that was a lot um so my mental health check-in is very up and down um I don't know how I feel today I feel indifferent there you go I feel indifferent I don't have a number I was feeling really low now I'm feeling really high and depending on how tonight goes I could be really low or high again I don't know um shout out to my mother though I did have a great conversation with her earlier and I was actually saying while I was going through um this whole like um what do I want to call it while I was going through like this anxiety I was saying like how I really wanted my mom um not to her but I was talking to somebody else and saying like I really wanted my mom or whatever the case may be and it was very it was it was just like facts like I just wanted to be up underneath my mommy and you know shout out to her for like listening to me like vent today and get off my chest because you know she knows her daughter she knows that um I'm the kind of person who I just need to like say it and get it out and then I'm like perfectly fine once I've like talked it out I've said what I needed to say like I'm good it's only when I let things fester where it becomes like a problem or when I don't talk things out and I feel like I'm being suppressed and I can't do this and I can't do that so shout out to my mama we had a great conversation today 
and I appreciate her so much. Um, yeah, anyway, um, moving right along. Um, so a couple of things have actually been going on in the news, as you guys know. So, so, so much stuff. So, um, Megan Thee Stallion just dropped a video called Thought Shit. Uh, Kay Michelle has a brand new motherfucking face. And Tiana Taylor was named Sexiest Woman Alive by Maxim. So we got a whole bunch of stuff to get into today. Um, yeah. So let's just start with, um, Miss Thee Stallion. Um, Megan dropped this video, I believe, yesterday. When I say yesterday, I mean um what's today saturday she dropped it on friday like early in the morning or some dumbass hour and um as you guys know she took like a little hiatus or whatever the case may be and said that she was gonna you know regroup and come back and she made this like whole hoopla video and it was just like you know like this robotics video like this woman tapping on the screen and you know all of these different stats and numbers and all of this unnecessary ass shit um so yeah she put that out and uh, she got missing for like a little, you know, a lunch break or whatever. And then she came back and dropped this video. I checked it out yesterday and I was very disappointed. Um, Megan always looks beautiful, but she always just, um, lately, not always, but um, recently has been lackluster to me. Um, the fact that she has the bars, the fact that, you know, she has the sex appeal, she has the look, um, now she got the man. You would think with somebody who has it all, they would be... <clears throat> And the place where they would just step their motherfucking cookies up and just, you know, just be on 10 with everything. Um, the, the video just didn't do it for me. A whole lot of typical shit, a whole lot of ass shaking, a whole lot of pointing, a whole lot of long nails. Yeah, first of all, let me let me be very clear. Ain't nothing wrong with ass shaking, long nails, and all of this different stuff. But literally, this girl is one-dimensional musically anyways i'm not saying that's how she is in her personal life she just is megan just don't do it for me it's just like how many times am i gonna see you bent over how many times am i gonna see bitches shaking ass in videos and people really like to come at nikki who just dropped a uh, mixtape uh by the way beat me up scotty nigga um uh, she, uh, even with Nikki being like the blueprint to how like a lot of different girls are these days, they really didn't take out key pieces in a notebook. Like, okay, boom, have sex appeal done. Boom, have colorful hair done. Boom, have long nails done. But they didn't take out the page in the fucking notebook that said that you have to have sex appeal. You got to have bars. You got to bring lyrics. You got to bring it, bring it. These bitches is taking little pieces out and thinking that they're going to just boost their way to superstardom by shaking ass when it just don't really work like that. Nikki is an icon and a fucking queen because she sets the paradigm for these motherfucking bitches. Because she comes with the bar. She comes with the sex appeal. She comes with those, you know, iconic moments where she had like different styles and switched it up and different things like that. And even when it comes to um, the kind of content that she put out, you got the ass shaking music, you got the sad music, you got the singing Nikki, you got a whole bunch of different versions of Nikki to go off of. And for these women who want to be, I guess, like hip, hip hop stars or, you know, rap stars or whatever the case may be. Listen, we, you, 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 you're not giving it. It's not giving what it's supposed to give. And, um, yeah, unfortunately, I think uh, Megan's situation is very lackluster. I thought the video was very typical. It did not make me go, wow. It made me go, wow, why the fuck did I just sit through that? So that's just that on that. Um, anyway, 
Um, moving along, Miss <laughs> K. Michelle has a new face. And you know what's crazy? Somebody had mentioned <laughs> somebody had mentioned that she looks like a cross between Mo uh Moni Slaughter and fucking Jocelyn and nigga. I cannot fucking unsee it. She really more so looks because I was like, did you you ever look at somebody and be like, I know you from somewhere. I just can't put my hand on it. Literally, I was looking at Kay Michelle and thinking that she had a familiar looking face, but it didn't click click with me when um when I was like really looking at her. So when somebody said Monique Lord, I said, you know, God damn it, that's what it is. <laughs> Listen. I think that whoever her um, plastic surgeon was, you know, did a very great job. I'm not even going to say plastic surgery because literally, um, funny enough, I have been subscribing to these different plastic surgery pages where, you know, people are getting like these um, small enhancements, we're going to call them, where you can get uh, the bridge of your nose straightened out, where you can get your jawline chiseled in a matter of 10 minutes with the right kind of like Botox and fillers and different things like that. And listen, I am the kind of person who believes... Um, that you should do whatever it is to make you happy. But even with all the shit that I have going on with my face, and it really is just my skin. Like, I don't want to make my nose, like, pointy. I don't need to make my eyes chinked. I don't need to do anything. Like, my my, fa my face is exactly the way God intended it to motherfucking be. And more than that, more than that, if I decide to have children one day, this same face and a daddy face is going to be onto them. And I would never look onto my children and feel like, you know what, you have to change yourself. There's some Something that's wrong with you there's nothing that's fucking wrong with you the only thing that I feel like a lot of people um aren't hip with is understanding like you expecting admiration and appreciation from people who just don't appreciate you but what you really need to do is surround yourself and only associate with and only associate yourself with people who value you exactly how the fuck you are so you know like I said for me for instance if some and, and I've had situations and and I should have worded this better um when I had mentioned it on my page nobody has ever said you have a you have too big of a nose to me but they've implied that my my nose is too big I've had people pick on my nose tell me that you know I got the the double barrel shotgun nostrils and you know what I'm saying that my nose is big people have told me like my nose is big they never said that it was too big but they implied as if it was too big as if you know it wasn't beautiful just the way it is like bitch you don't and what I basically say to those people is eat my dick okay okay somebody gonna want to tap their dick on this motherfucking nose it just ain't gonna be you but somebody is okay what I'm basically trying to say is there is nothing wrong with how God designed you. There's nothing wrong. And listen, even <clears throat> I know some people will probably say like, oh, well, you're an attractive girl. You have minor flaws and you have, you know, a body like not. I understand that not everybody is going to have like um, big titties, big ass hips and um, have like a waist that is, is in and, and hips that are out. Some people are uh, shaped boxly. Some people are shaped like a pear. Some people are shaped like an apple. There's different kind of situations. So um, I need to understand my privilege and understand what I'm saying when I'm saying it. I don't think that there's anything wrong with people getting enhancements, but for somebody who has like a shape and everything like that, and even with me being tall in stature, you got to understand I'm considered an anomaly. I've heard like niggas have told me like, yo, not all tall girls is built like you. And I'm just like, 
and I guess it's because I'm not like looking at other tall women but my whole thing is like well not to that extent but my whole thing is like I guess like when you have the privilege you you are less susceptible to understand like what somebody else is going through so again I don't think that there's anything wrong with um women doing what they want to do to change um the way that they see themselves when they look in the mirror just remember to do it for you um k michelle was a beautiful woman before and she's a beautiful woman now um but i would never um say it like you know she indefinitely had to get this done she indefinitely had to get that done and i'm pretty and and you know what another thing the the other thing about that situation is complications come with um putting things into your body that may have not been there before it's not always the case but you risk and are um, at a higher likelihood to have complications down the road if you, you know, move things out of place and different, and, and different things like that. Like there was a doctor and it's been going around, it's been circulating around now a lot where he's been talking about these different Brazilian butt lifts and how like placing um, fat deposits in these like certain areas can get into like the veins or something like that where it, where it could really um, be detrimental to you down the line um the breakfast club had a couple of people um call in and talk about different things like plastic surgery and stuff like that and you've had like some people who've worked in the office say like yeah everything is completely fine if you make sure that you go to the right doctor and then you have other people saying like yo listen um i'm not really saying nay or yay just make sure that you do like your research to me and to me like anything that's worth risking my life is just not worth it at the end of the day i'm you know as you guys know i'm i'm on my health fit journey where i hate fucking working out and i hate eating good but i just know that down the line the reward to that is knowing that i actually put myself into knowing what it takes to maintain my body and looking fucking bomb as shit naked so so <laughs> that's what it is for me. Um, to me, the the reward is always going to be greater when you know that you busted your motherfucking ass to look like a badass motherfucking bitch. Um, and then also, like I said, if you're a woman who does go out and get the surgery and shit like that, you 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 understand the reward of you know earning those those dollars and working all of those all of those motherfucking hours to reassure yourself that you had the right aftercare and you had all of this different stuff so that you know like when your body is healed up, it's gonna look fire. Listen, different strokes for different folks. I promise. I I personally just feel like, you know, K. Michelle didn't have to do that, but you know, um, she personally felt like she did. Um, I feel like a lot of girls are feeling pressured to do just certain things to their bodies, whether it's their face or whatever the case may be. And so many people are, are quick to say, Oh my gosh, she's so beautiful. And all of a sudden, well, she was beautiful before. She was beautiful before she looked like every other girl on motherfucking Instagram. But like I said, there's so much pressure in general as a woman. This ain't even a black woman thing. A woman just to look um, or have like a certain aesthetic or whatever the case may be. Because you got um, you got guys looking at these particular kind of women. And it's so funny, right? It's so funny to me how niggas just sit there and be like, Oh, we love natural women. We like natural women and all of a sudden they're... Listen, baby... You like natural women with hourglass shapes. And listen, there's a small percentage of the global population of women who are actually fucking built like that. So to have like, you know, super juicy titties and ass and hips and stuff like that, you are a fucking anomaly. Um, 
So this this whole thing of like, oh, we love natural bodies and da da da. No, say what you really mean. You like natural bodies that look like this. You like women to be without makeup but have skin like this. Because let's be clear, you don't want everybody to be natural. You want everybody to be natural as long as it doesn't make you look uncomfortable and as long as you could want to wake up to them in the morning and think like, you know what, I could rock a really, you know. I can really deal with it, dealing with this motherfucker and they flaws or whatever the case may be. And listen, that is perfectly fucking fine. But the, 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 the bottom line is that everybody is not built like a, a figure eight and everybody doesn't have like clear skin and clear features and all of that other, not clear features. Y'all know what the fuck I'm talking about, but clear skin and these different things that, you know, are considered, um, what make women attractive. Um, like I said, I don't have a problem with men dating who they want to date and having the preference that they have. You know, it just is what it is. Uh, speaking of body, cause we can go ahead and segue. I'm all for that. Um, speaking of body, uh, Tiana Taylor was named sexiest woman, a motherfucking live. And funny enough, a lot, a lot of people had pushback about why this woman tiana fucking taylor was named sexiest woman alive and i'm gonna give you a couple of reasons why she's sexiest fucking woman alive now have you seen that fucking body that body after two motherfucking bad fuck the titties fuck the titties fuck the titties listen the only thing tiana has done to my knowledge as far as surgery is concerned is get her nose done and get her titties done other than that she her physical physique has always been fire listen her face was fine to me before she even got the little motherfucking nose job but my point is why are you mad or upset rather with this woman being sexy sexiest woman alive because she doesn't have light eyes because she doesn't have loose textured hair because she she isn't the lightest woman on the motherfucking block because she has traditional negroid fucking features and you've been told to hate those things yes that's why you're fucking upset you've been upset to hate to hate traditional negroid fucking features and you've been conditioned to hate yourself that's why you don't think tiana taylor is the sexiest woman alive because if she was a racially ambiguous or a light-skinned motherfucking woman you would have no issue with that but you do but ask yourself why ask yourself why that's not sexy hmm because it's not put out in the media because it's not celebrated this woman went and and if you go and get the backstory um the photographer or whoever she was talking to told her to come she was actually dropping her kids off to school looking fine as a fuck and um was told to come to the studio natural just exactly how she was no makeup or nothing and you know was told to take pictures and she looked perfectly fucking fine her skin was clear you know her body is always fire you know she had a little swaggy i hated them braids though i really did i hated those braids but aside from that aside from that tiana taylor has some of the most craziest sex appeal in the game and let's also um mention another thing <clears throat> The internet makes the world a, a very small place. So when we think of women in general, um, I think we just think of like the top ones that we constantly always see like on our timelines and different things like that. There are billions of women in the fucking world. And my question to you is, if we even talking about the finest of women being in the millions, why can't Tiana Taylor be one of them? 
she is always exuding sex appeal whether she is on her tomboy tradey shit whether she's putting on you know a skin tight you know what she whether she putting on a skin tight dress and heels you know whether she's switching up her wig color or you know her hair whatever this woman is fine as a fuck and listen, we can sit here and say, oh, it's subjective, oh, it's subjective. We're not talking about the most prettiest woman in the world. We're talking about the most sexiest woman in the world. Tell me who you feel like exudes sex appeal more than Tiana fucking Taylor. And listen, I don't have any problem with um, <clears throat> cookie cutter beauties. I was actually talking about this the other day. Um, so I happen to think that androgynous and androgynous means that they could toggle back and forth between looking masculine or feminine, um, looking people. Um, I personally feel like those are some of the most sexiest people because they, they can appeal to anybody. Um, you gotta be very clear. N niggas, niggas and bitches want to fuck Tiana Taylor. Okay. And bitches want to be like her. So when you think of Tiana Taylor, the entertainer, Tiana Taylor, the entity, T T Tiana Taylor, the business motherfucking woman, Tiana Taylor, the swaggy ass motherfucker that she is. Tiana Taylor, the fucking, have y'all seen her performances? <laughs> have you seen them? Okay. This is little, this is baby Janet. Listen, she had Janet tipping her motherfucking hat. After going to her shows, this is Miss Jackson. If you motherfucking nasty, okay? Listen, who is sexier? Who can you name that's sexier? Who has more sex appeal? Who has more? Listen, who has all of that performance wise? Who? Who? Who has more sex appeal than Tiana Taylor? Not who looks pretty, who looks dainty, who has traditional pretty features. Who is sexy like that woman? Who has, and this is what I, this is the question that I posed in the comments. So is so many people talking about some, oh, well, you know, you got Rihanna and all this and a third and da 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 Listen, Rihanna been what, what, the top sexiest, whatever, whatever for like the last 10 years. It's like, okay, there's other women who are contenders. You know what I'm saying? People are saying like, oh, it's not a, it's not a, oh, um, it's not a black woman thing. It's not a black woman thing. We will pick somebody that's a black woman. So pick one, pick another black woman who could have been con a contender in this specific area who had Negroid features, who was not light skinned, who did not have light eyes and loosely textured hair. Tell me if it's not, if it's not about that, tell me who. And a lot of people could not answer the fucking question because a lot of people don't equate women who look like her with anybody who is pretty or sexy. And that's a fact. But you have to then ask yourself, why, why do you think that? Do you think the media has had full control over what we deem to be beautiful? Huh? Do you feel like even as a dark skinned woman that you still have to have some type of European features in order to be looked at as desirable or for you to have your ass and titties out or for you to be hypersexualized in order for men to want to desire you? Yes, because nobody's talking about the fucking ducky thoughts and nobody's talking about the Lupita Nyong'o's even though these women are fucking fire. 
talking about them. You had a whole what the fuck is his name? Um one of these fucking lame ass basketball players got on his um I think his name is like something green. Got on his motherfucking platform, Lupita completely minding her fucking business. It's a regular fucking Tuesday, and you got this nigga tweeting out that he thinks she's ugly. Bitch, who asked you? Who asked you? And and you know that's a lie. And you know that's that that woman is fine. That that woman is a timeless beauty, actually. So tell me, tell me how. And and listen, and just like beauty, and just like prettiness, and just like all of these other different things, it's subjective, right? But I've never seen people come out in groves to tell me why Tiana Taylor isn't a fucking contender. What? Because if this was a Halle Berry, if this was a, a Rihanna, if this was a Selma Hayek, which are all beautiful fucking women, nobody would be giving crazy pushback. You probably would have had a couple, maybe a handful of people in the comments saying like, nah, mm-mm, I would have picked somebody else. But these niggas wouldn't be going out their way to bear down, call this woman, uh, these, those women ugly. They would not. So why, why, why do, why do, and you know what's, I hate, I hate to be that one, but I seen it personally. I hate to be that one because I was in the comment section where these men were bared down telling me that Tiana Taylor was ugly. So I told them what makes her unattractive? What about her features make her unattractive? Hmm? Nobody has the answers. Nobody. Nobody has the answers. I personally like people who have like um, an edge to them that just don't typically look like everybody else. Like they have a unique look. You know what I'm saying? Tiana Taylor has a unique look. She has very high cheekbones. She has like sort of like a small like button nose or whatever the case may be. She has a very nice strong jaw. She's giving me Grace Jones in the 90s. That much. You know, she's, she's giving, she's very much giving me that. But Grace Jones in the fucking 90s was a, a sexy ass woman. I'm not saying she was traditionally pretty, dainty. I'm saying she was a sexy ass woman. Y'all motherfuckers seen Boomerang? The fuck? Y'all niggas seen Boomerang. She gave sex appeal. And it wasn't your typical, typical. So tell me why the Grace Joneses, the Ducky Thoughts, the Lupita Nyongos, the uh these other traditionally looking black black skinned women cannot be considered shit sexy or pretty. They said the same thing about Ari Lennox. There's nothing wrong with that beautiful fucking woman. They immediately attacked her and, and, and referenced her nose and called her a fucking pit bull. Bitch, what? But nobody can say for the most part, on a post that I was on, <clears throat> what makes Tiana's t- uh, Tiana Taylor's features ugly? What makes what makes her ugly? What makes her a five? I mean, I'm using um, I'm using uh, random numbers. Nobody said this, but what makes her a five instead of a ten? What is it? <laughs> what is it? Beauty is in the eye, but uh, is in the eye of the beholder. Correct. So, what makes her? Not as desirable as a Lori Harvey. Hmm. What makes her? 
And like I said, we all have types, I guess you can say. We all have a preference. We all have these different kind of things. But downright calling people, you, you could, I could not be attracted to somebody and not call them ugly because it's just like unnecessary. You know what I'm saying? And I don't, don't want to sit here and be like one of those politically correct people who be like, you know, it's beauty and everybody. and da-da-da. Like, yeah, I, I do think that. But that's not what I'm talking about here. I'm talking about somebody who is obviously attractive being told that she's not. But nobody's telling me why especially the black men underneath the post telling me why she's not attractive or why she doesn't deserve to be in that that spot tell me fucking why (sighs) child crickets 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 um it's just it's it's a lot it's a lot um but yeah needless to say Nobody could really tell me why this woman was so unattractive. They just said that she didn't deserve to be there. So after a while of having these like little back and forths and shit like that, I just kind of just like wash my hands of the situation because I personally know what it is. I personally know why, you know, these people felt the way that they felt, but they're not going to come out right and say it. And that's totally fine. But you came underneath my post not my post, my comment underneath a post and decided to give um, your own opinion, but couldn't tell me what it was. So naturally, I'm going to ask you, why, why do you think your features are so ugly? Hmm? As a black man and as a black woman, why do you feel like your features are so ugly? Why do you feel like your skin tone is so ugly? Ask yourself that, that, ask yourself that question. Tell me what makes somebody pretty. Tell me what makes them beautiful. Tell me. Tell me. Listen, as soon as I get my my skin, as soon as I get my skin right, nobody ain't going to be able to tell me nothing. Listen, because I love my features. I love my lips. I love my nose. I love my eyes. Um, I don't like the, the, the little circles underneath my eyes. But listen, let me get my skin right. And niggas ain't going to be able to tell me shit. I mean, you can't tell me shit now, <laughs> but no, for real, for real, ha, bad bitch central, check my credentials, I'm, I'm, listen, I'm, listen, <laughs> listen, if you thought I was an issue, then you're gonna think I'm a problem, once I get this shit on the reps, but yeah, I just want y'all to sit on that, I really want y'all to ask yourselves, what makes somebody attractive, what makes all of these kind of different things. And listen, these people were entitled to say like, yo, I don't think Tiana Taylor is sexy. You know, I'm not telling people they can't have um, a difference of opinion, but for the amount of people who are coming out in groves and saying this about her, I just wanted them to really just tell me why, excuse me, they just felt like she wasn't a contender when she literally exudes sexiness and who is, um, who they think who is um, a non-androgynous um, black woman who could, you know, easily fill her shoes. That's all I wanted to know. You know, just drop just, just drop a name or two and tell me who. Tell me who. <sighs> Listen, um, moving right along. So uh, today, <laughs> now that we got past all of that, I really wanted to get into this clip 
um of my brothers in my motherfucking head crew season the crew season on um youtube explaining the difference between alpha versus uh beta so i want y'all to listen to this clip and we're gonna get into the rest of it um first and foremost did y'all hear about the d-wade situation no nope what's up we just gonna play it. Relationships, you know, we come in and we try to change people. We try to change them to the way that we want them to be. But I decided to start taking a different approach, you know, in this in this relationship. I think early on I came in like, hey, you get two dream max, uh, bop, 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 bop. And she didn't respond well to that. No, it did not. <laughs> it was reasons for that too, that's, let me say that. Um, I have a good time. <laughs> Life of the party right here. It's not the man leads and a woman follows. That's not what we live in this house, you know, yeah. at all. So for me, I have a wife that works just not not just as hard, harder than I. Um, and she had her own career. She had her own life before I came along. So from my from my perspective, it was like, okay, how can I be a part of the growth and the evolution of who she is, and not yeah. trying to change her or stunt or stunt her growth or make her in in the way that I see. My man said that he does not lead his household; they lead it. What are your thoughts on that? Right. Where it's supposed to go. 50-50. You know what I mean? Got a lot of backlash for that. Well, apparently, there's a lot of traditional-minded people that feel like, hey, the man leads, the woman supports. And they wonder why the nigga out there having side babies and they crying every night and they get left and they die alone and shit. Because most of them relationships these days, they get divorced. True. True. You want traditional these days, you're going to be divorced, baby. That's just what it is. So you're saying a traditional relationship cannot survive in 2021? No, hell no. Hell no. Hell when no. When you say traditional, gonna, we talking? We talking some, somebody make all the decisions by themselves. They don't even take They don't even take what you got to say no. into consideration. I don't agree with that. But that's that's what they want in traditional. I do feel the man should lead, though. You it's know what like, I feel like it should be like a 49, 51. I mean... You, 50 you, point. You know what I'm saying? Just a just slight edge because... He said a 49. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? For real, like a split. You know what I'm saying? Like, not, not no 50-50. Like, I, I feel, I it just feel does, you. Just, just because you're the man at the end of the day. Yeah, but so you're supposed to I understand that. That's cool. That's you know cool. what I'm saying? Some would say that's misogyny. Yeah. No, it's not misogyny. Just because you're the man, because it's automatically supposed to be. Because what, what, what they always say comes with a man, being a man. That's the only reason. So if you want all those things, that's not misogyny. That's how we are structured in life in general. But even fifty one forty nine is cool, right? It's cool. That's what I'm saying. But they talking traditional like ninety ten. No, no, no. You get what I'm saying? That's what that. traditional was. No, I like that. But see, some would say even back then that it wasn't necessarily ninety ten. Like the man was making all the money, sure, but mm -hmm. the she mama was at home raising the kids, taking care of the household. A lot of times he'll make the money and just bring the money to her and let her it. pay the bills and things. Yep. Mm -hmm. yep. So I mean, it was still fifty fifty straight, and that's what. That's why I be getting into it with a lot of people in regards to this tradition thing. People have it misconstrued. They, they think that, you know, the mom was just sitting at home, taking care of the kids, cooking, while the man out making all the money, paying all the bills, doing everything. And it didn't work like that. It was still 50-50. She just wasn't making the money that women make today. So, like, today, if both people are working, then it would behoove y'all to have both people contributing financially mm -hmm. because she's not going to be able to do what the grandma did or, you know, generations before us did, stay in the house, raise the, all the kids, iron clothes, watch the, you know what I'm saying, do all that. She can't. She's at work just like you are. So that's why the contribution level has shifted money-wise. But I feel like the effort, as well, it should be, has always been the same. 
But in regards to like leadership, um, my thoughts on that is 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 real modern. I feel like whatever is most efficient for your situation, because we both going to lead depending on what the situation may be. Mm-hmm. Say, for instance, like planning trips and different things like that. I'm not good at that. So my wife is going to take the lead on that. Hey baby, just let me know how much it costs. You pick everything. I don't, I, I don't, I don't care. And she knows that I'm that I'm like that. Mm-hmm. I, I, I don't really get bogged down in details or different things like that. I'm, I'm not. As long as you having a good time, just let me know how much it costs, and boom, mm-hmm. we can go from there. But then in some situations, to where it's like okay, like managing money, I'm better at that than she is. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to lead managing the money. So I think it just, I don't know. I feel like relationships should work based on efficiency more so than traditional roles that people don't even really understand. Mm. You know what I'm saying? That's just my thoughts. Kenny, do you feel like the man should be dominating, leading 95-5? No, not at all. Okay. (laughs) Damn, I'm supposed to say more to that, huh? Uh, Please elaborate. What's the idea of relationship as far as the leadership dynamic in your mind? Yeah, when your girl come along, what you gonna be, 99-1? No, you know that's not gonna happen. <laughs> no, honestly, in my next relationship, everything has to be like joint effort. Energies have to match. It's like I'm not gonna be putting all this effort into something that I that I love, and you're not putting the same effort in it with me. Mm-hmm. Same thing for whatever you love. I'm gonna put the same energy that you put into it, and I'm I'm a I'm gonna add to that. I'm gonna match that same energy just because I mean we're a relationship where we're supposed to be whole. So you know. uh when it comes to leading, I think like you said, be like everybody is good at better at one thing than another person. So if I'm not good at saving money, why would I lead it to save money? Why would I be the whole person and save money? No, you're good at that. You lead that. You, uh, I just got to deal with that. Right? You take care of the money. If it's uh, planning trips or if it's uh, you know uh, cooking dinner or you know, take care of the kids or doing homework or whatever it is, you know, people lead in different ways. I mean, you just got to be comfortable with everybody having their strong suit and you feeling that lead role in that strong suit, not relying on the man just because he's the man to do it. Real right. And that's what the point I think a lot of people women. miss. Yeah. The point I think a lot of people miss, man, is that this is a team. This is a partnership. It's just like any other sport. It's like we're playing basketball. If I, if I, you know, if I don't shoot well, why am I going to be posted up outside the three-point line taking shots? I don't care if I'm the leader of the team. No, your game is 15 feet and in. I need to be 15 feet and in. Why? Because that's going to be most conducive to us winning. And that's the point is us winning, us having this longevity and being happy with the longevity, not just having longevity because we, you know, got complacent. But if, if the relationship running the way it's supposed to run, y'all both going to take the lead in different lands. That's that's just what it is. So what, what do y'all define as a... Beta male first, then we go get the alpha. I don't know. Uh, it's a man. I mean, it's just he's just not as as dominant. He's not as demanding to me. It's not like a I'm the king of the jungle, and this is kind of my way. You're gonna kind of bow down to me, and you're gonna get you're gonna reap the rewards if you follow suit. You know what I'm saying? And I, know, I feel like I feel like a lot of dudes are in between, in between, and like they they don't mind catering to their woman. They don't mind being romantic. And things like that, but they won't respect, and they'll, you know, what I'm saying they can still be dominant, but they don't want to always be dominant. It's like mm. kind of pointless. It's like I want to love, I want to hug on my woman and hold my woman, and you know, what I'm saying I think a lot of men are, I think a lot of men are well rounded, but you, of course, you do have some that just either left or right. 
which I get. But I mean, how, the way she explained it, I think it's kind of spot on. And I, I agree that a lot of women is there are dating opposite of what they are looking for. Be honest with you, a lot of women these days need beta men. Mm. <clears throat> Elaborate. Because there'll be a pushover. No. No, it ain't that. It ain't, it ain't about it. He's still a man at the end of the day. You are. Relax. But saying they'll say that. They'll say that he's a pushover, which, which was she was okay. saying. And that's the ones that's not ready to have any man. Facts. You know what I'm saying? Because most women these days, they, they independent. Mm-hmm. We trending towards 20 years from now. Most likely, if it's still the way it's going, women going, as far as dominate the money, right? You know what I'm saying? Black women. Because... Uh, Black men, we not getting educated like that. We, this is just this is what life going, right? So if we stay on that trend, a lot of women are gonna make a lot of money, mm-hmm. right? So they ain't gonna have like the traditional qualities that they want. They ain't gonna be able to do that because you gotta go get the pussy. That's just what it is. Mm-hmm. You ain't gonna you ain't gonna have time for a goddamn an alpha male that just roam and go do what the fuck he want to. You ain't, you, ain't, you ain't gonna be on that type of time. Y'all ain't gonna have that type of time together. The beta male gonna be like, right, I'm gonna go to work, come on. I'm cool. I'm cool with the situation. I don't wanna argue. Everything good. But these women, they don't know how to turn that shit off right now. Mm-hmm. The time we living in right now, these independent women, they don't know how to turn that shit off. And the moment it click, they leave a toxic nigga. They leave this nigga and they go get them a male that's cool. Which is a beta male. Mm-hmm. He don't give a fuck about all that. He don't give a fuck about what, what the perception is. He's he his position. Exactly. You know, he he he's uh he's comfortable with himself. Mm-hmm. He know the position. Mm-hmm. And that's what they need. That's what a lot of them need. But a lot of them want to look, because a lot of beta males, they're not into being the flashy motherfucker. Mm-hmm. The motherfucker that the look loud. like the star. You yeah, know what I'm saying? Yeah. They mm-hmm. they're not into that. Dominating. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because it's, it's a lot of people cool. now that look like the star, they broke as fuck. They broke as fuck. But the one that's chilling that you badly see, nigga stay in the house, or the nigga, nigga sell them to go get drinks, he the one with all the money. But they don't understand it right now. And the ones that do, that's the ones that stay married for a long time, get them a good man. And that's what we trend. That's facts, though. Kenny, how would you define a beta male? Uh, oh, let's go next. Oh. I kind of did. Oh, you did? Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Here you go next. <laughs> um, I feel like a beta male does more following than leading. I mean, I think that's... We spoke on it all the, all the time about if you have a room full of men, like there's there's going to be a natural gravitation toward the alphas. It is what it is. You're going to have certain personalities in that room, and they don't have to say much. They don't have to yell. They don't have to speak very loud. They just lead, and everybody else is looking for something to follow. I think betas fall into that category. Um, now, how that works in a relationship sense, I think gets a little tricky because totally different. It's 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 unfortunate that a lot of women feel like every man or the man their man mm-hmm. should be an alpha male just because he's a man, and that's just not the case. So. I guess in a, a beta male in a relationship may be decent compared, you know, in light of what Smooth was saying, because women are way more alpha than they were, alpha alpha male than they were back then. So I guess it kind of fits. But as far as like an alpha man, I feel like as a man is just going to move on his own accord. I'm just like everything gravitates around me. 
I, I just move it. I, I may not speak loud. I may not yell. I may not, you know, just overexert my, my dominance, but you're going to feel it. If I, if I say something, it's going to get done. Or if I, like, it's that type of thing. But um, uh, do I, I, I feel like most men are betas, though, to be honest. If it's, if it's 10 men, I say seven of them are beta males. That's what I feel like the percentage is. But again, I mean, it could work in a relationship, but you got to get you a woman that's way more alpha. But if you run into two betas in a relationship, y'all ain't going to, shit's going to fail. Mm -hmm. Ain't nobody leave nothing. Mm -hmm. Or somebody's trying to leave when that's not really you. That's not their that position. You know what I'm saying? So, so D-Wade, what would that position be that we just talked about? Would, would he be a beta? Um, I think my definition is totally different from y'all's. That's why I asked for it, son. Well, I, feel well, like, well, I feel like a beta male is in a relationship beta male. I'm not talking about that's a working one. Relationship. relationship beta male is a male that just doesn't say no. I feel like he's a yes man. Mm. He says yes to whatever his wife says. He he do, he goes out his way to do whatever it takes to get what his wife wants. He doesn't argue. He doesn't voice his opinion. He agrees to whatever she wants. He he doesn't he doesn't communicate well. Mm. That's what I think a beta male is. I think alpha male in a relationship is the one that has a strong opinion of what he wants and understands how to communicate himself. He doesn't just want, you know, to be the sole leader. He wants to let you go out and go get the food. That's what a, in a, a lion in the wilderness, the alpha male, alpha lion, he doesn't hunt the food. The women do. They bring the food back. He he just holds the, the clan together. Mm -hmm. So in relationship standards, I think alpha male is the one that's, hey, if you're going to voice your opinion, I'm going to voice mine. It's not always going to be yes. Be yes and no. We're going we're gonna to talk about this situation. You're going to go get your bread. I'm going to go get my bread. What's yours is yours. What's mine is mine. But I feel like a beta male is not that way. It's, it's a man that doesn't stand on his own accord. He just caters to the woman. And I think that's why a lot of relationships fall now because a lot of men are beta male. They just see a happy wife, happy life. Yep, right. So they go that beta way and do whatever it takes, even though their mental state is not right, Suffering. their physical state is not right. They do whatever it takes to make sure that she's right. That's why a lot of women are the ones that applying for divorce. It's not like the men don't want the divorce. Right. It's just because they don't want to be the ones that have her going out there looking bad and saying, oh, he, he applied for divorce. Mm -hmm. No, I let her do it because I know it wasn't working out. I just waited for her to say, hey, she's done finally. Because if a man leaves that relationship... And he's done and she's not done. She's not going to be out there relationship. It's going to be more drama. So, yeah. Yeah, that's, that's my definition of beta male and alpha male. So shout out to Brothers in My Head crew season on YouTube for uh, those excerpts of um, what they essentially had a reaction to in regards to the the Gabby and uh, Dwayne Wade situation with them having a unique dynamic with um, them both effectively, effectively being leaders in their households and that whole conversation surrounding that and also the difference between... Uh, um, a beta and an alpha male just because uh, like they mentioned it's it's not just about longevity it's about creating a healthy space between you and somebody else and, a, and, and having a family that effectively runs not just you know being around each other for a long period of time um, so I personally feel like I agree with smooth. I think that, you know, in some situations you're going to have somebody who takes the lead, um, just depending on what the kind of situation is. And y'all both have to understand ego aside, like, yo, 
you're good at this, I'm good at that. Now, how can we both come together and make this shit work? Um, they mentioned like if somebody is good at planning trips, then if your man, if you know that your man is good at planning trips, then leave it up to him. Don't just think like, oh, well, this is what women do, and guys just essentially just pay for it or whatever the case may be. Listen, if your man is good at planning trips, let him plan the trips. If your girl is is better at cooking meals around the house, then let her effectively do that most of the time. I think that people need to understand that it's, it's, it's perfectly okay to be in a situation where, listen, if a man is paying for 80% of the trips out of the country and yeah, you're booking the rooms some, some of the time, not all of the time, but some of the time it would be okay without that man asking for you to go ahead and pay for that trip because you know, 80% of the time your man got it. Like, you know, it's, it's, it's good to add in those elements of, you know, I know he can do it, but let me do it anyway. And the same thing with a man. If you know 90% of the time your woman is busting her ass in the kitchen and cleaning up after all of that, why, why not two days out of the week you take some of that stress off of her and decide to like cook a meal or even order in? You know what I'm saying? It actually would be more special if you cooked. But if you know that's not your strong suit, then yes, you know, spend that $40 on a meal between the both of y'all. So, you know what I'm saying? She don't have to worry about the cleanup and all of that. And and just make it a little bit easier for her so just you, so that y'all strip, <laughs> so that y'all ship could just run a little bit better. Like, people just need to understand that you have to find a balance in a situation. It's not one person doing more than the other. It's figuring out what both of you guys bring to the table and how that can effectively um, work within your situation. And that's why it's trash to, you know, go into any situation like saying like, oh, I bring da 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 to the table or broadcasting it. Listen, I I said in my little excerpt video or whatever that I put on, um, what was it, Instagram, about what I thought I brought to the table, right? But I'm in a situation. I'm not putting that out there to let other people know, like, yo, this is what I bring to the table and da 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 I don't have to prove shit to y'all. And the, and, the, and the thing about that is, the reason why I said that is because that's what works for me in my situation now. Not everybody requires the same thing. So when somebody is asking you, what do you bring to the table? Just tell them, I can show you better than I can tell you. And over time, you can start to show them the different things um, based off of what they feel like they re- they require from you. And sometimes you're not going to be able to do some of those things, or sometimes you're not going to be comfortable with those kind of things, just depending on who you're talking to. But if you find the right kind of match with the right kind of chemistry, I believe that you guys can work that situation out and figure like, yo, this is what I bring to the table for you. So it's not one size fit all, you know, generally everybody has to come with like the basics, but There is no one size fit all situation when it comes to figuring out what all you bring to the table for somebody. I could, listen, my man could be like, yo, I work 16 hour days and I need you to cook for me or have a meal ready for me by the time I get home. And that could be something that he requires and that I'm cool with because I know that I work less than him. But if I have somebody who's working eight hours a day, just like I'm working eight hours a day, and he doesn't require that all the fucking time, I'm gonna be less likely to be cooking meals and I'll probably end up, you know, like ordering in or something. But I don't mind doing that regardless because most men in general just like a woman to cater to them in that kind of way. And that's perfectly okay. Just like I traditionally just like a man to do like certain kind of shit, pay a bill, do this, do that, fix this. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, he's not going to just 
well, you know how to do it, so why don't you just do it yourself? He's not thinking like that. He's thinking like, yo, this is what niggas do. They fix shit. They, you know, nine times out of ten, if their girl needs something, they ask it for the bread and they'll send a third. But listen, like I said before, nobody will ever look at me as a liability because I am an asset to whatever situation I happen to be in. And I know how to be a chameleon and figure out what my man needs in order for our situation to run effectively. Now, am I a perfect person? Absolutely the fuck not. And I am a working progress every single day. But the basics are covered. And that's a fact. That is a fact. Nobody can see me as a bill because I got my own bread. For a fact. Even when somebody is spending money on me, I am still not a liability. Because, listen, how how it is when you mess with me, is you're going to definitely get a return on your motherfucking investment. Because... Nine times out of 10, if I'm talking to you or whatever the case may be, and you got something going on, I'm, I want to help with your situation. Not because I feel like I have to, but I naturally am interested in things that, you know, the person that I'm talking to got going on. So I want to know, how can I do this? How can I do that? How can I be of assistance to you? There's nothing wrong with being a helpmate, but even, you know, sometimes you men got to understand if you got a shorty who got something going on too, you need to be adding, you need to be adding your input. And even if you don't know what to do, or how to do it, you just need to ask, how can I help you? It's perfectly fine. But like I said, you need to figure out what works for you and how y'all can balance each other out so it doesn't feel so like one-sided. Well, I'm always paying the bills all the time and this motherfucker don't ever want to contribute or I got to clean up behind everybody all the time and nobody ever wants to contribute. Once in a while, it's okay for people just to go out of their way to make sure like, yo, I appreciate you. Whether it's you verbally saying that, whether it's you physically doing it, people just want to feel appreciated. So even in a situation, and like I said, I don't think there's anything wrong with 50-50, fucking 60-40, 70-30, shit, 90-10. As long as that situation effectively works for you and yours, y'all do your thing. But I just know what I want in my situation, and it ain't no (laughs) 50-50. But, you know what I'm saying, that's just me. Like I said, I understand that... On any given day, somebody is going to be carrying the load more than the other person, depending on what those kind of roles are in a situation. It don't have to be always financial. It don't. Sometimes it's trying to effectively raise children. Sometimes you're going to have situations where y'all both wake up at the same exact time and somebody has to tend to those kids more than the other person does. It's not to say that that other person doesn't love the kids. It's just like, yo, I got other shit going on. So maybe boom. You, you handle 80% of the duties, and when I get home, you know what I'm saying, I handle the 20, but it's not like a lopsided amount of times where this person is just like, boom, you got that on your own. Like, no, you have to effectively figure out what works for y'all. So I also wanted to touch on the whole beta and alpha thing. I actually agree with Kenny um basically saying he feels like a beta male is somebody who just is just like this yes man where you know happy wife happy life and like I said on my status listen it is happy wife happy life but it's not in spite of my man's happiness you know what I'm saying this is a team effort like you know what I'm saying I don't want to be the only one if I genuinely care about you and appreciate you I don't just want to be the only one quote-unquote happy it brings no joy to me knowing that I'm fucking with a simp ass nigga listen every woman wants to be um spoiled right perfectly understand that um I don't have any children but let me just give y'all an example right if I had a son 
um, and my son was really interested in this girl or whatever the case may be. First of all, my son needs to understand that he doesn't need to leave with his phallus and his wallet in order to gain the respect and the attention of women. Um, hopefully he would have the natural attractiveness to that, that would allow him to be interesting to somebody who, um, he would think is attractive as well, where they will come together and have like great chemistry and live happily ever after, you know, as a parent, you know, or as a, you know, soon to be or future, whatever, you know what the fuck I mean. I would hope that that would be the situation, right? And it's not to say that, you know, there won't be bumps and bruises with, you know, him choosing the wrong kind of women because bitches can be Decepticons. But my whole thing is I don't want my son to feel like he got to leave with his bread. I don't want to feel, I don't want him to um feel like, you know, in order for him to gain the likes of women, he has to spend buku amount or, or run himself dry in order for a woman to be interested in him. Even in my own situations with men, I don't mind a man having the, the kind of standard of like, yo, I really got to get to know you in order to spend bread on, like serious bread on you. Now we're not talking about $40 dates. We're not talking about that. Listen, we're not talking about 40 and $50 dates. Okay. And I understand that everybody don't got it like that, but I personally just believe you should not be seriously dating anybody until you have your shit together. Call it what you want, but you need to be working on your fucking self, man or woman, before you go on dates and expect either somebody to spend money on you or for you be to be spending any bread on somebody else. And then getting mad at the fact that this person possibly isn't interested in you or doesn't want to spend bread on you because they can't afford it. Or because you can't afford it and now you quote unquote haven't got a return on your investment and mad because this bitch ain't, you know, give you no pussy because, you know, you took her to fucking chilies with the two for one. Like, get the fuck out of here. Listen, my son is going to understand the, that the kind of quality of woman that he's really supposed to be interested in is a woman who won't see that as a challenge or who won't see that as an opportunity to like try to, or stick around and try to get over on him. She just gonna, you know, choke it up for what what it is. Because at the end of the day, I wouldn't want my son to be dealing with a woman who doesn't have her own shit together. Now I'm not expecting shorty to be rich or you. My son, my future son needs to understand that it is okay to first test a woman's pedigree before he goes ahead and spends money on her. Um, I, if I'm dealing with somebody, if they ended up telling me that I'm cool, I'm, I'm straight. Now, do I think that women should be paying for first dates, especially if they didn't ask the nigga to go out? Absolutely. The fuck not. Do I feel like down the line, once in a blue moon, it's okay for you as a woman to pay for the date, especially if you asking that man, yo, I want to go out and da, 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 da. I think that is perfectly fucking fine. But like I said, I'm not in a situation or I wouldn't put myself in a situation where, um, I'm dealing with a man who feels, uh, or no, I'm, I'm not going to put myself in a situation where I'm just solely just like relying on this man to just spend like all of this bread on me and all of this that and third and da, 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 da. Listen, I understand if I'm not in a serious situation with a man, I don't even, even then, like sometimes I just do not expect you to just go out and just do the most. I understand we adults, we all got shit going on or whatever the case may be. I could want, 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 want all the fuck I want to. And yes, to a certain degree as a woman, like I said, we all want to be spoiled, but even with being spoiled, it should be within fucking reason. I'm not this man's fucking child. He don't need to spend buku motherfucking bread on me because I got bread in my own fucking pocket and I could pay for what the fuck I want. But again, 
Every woman likes to be spoiled, but you got to understand some men can only just do things within reasons. If I had a series, a couple of, you know, one-offs where I had like a couple of men who may have had like crazy bread in the past and was able to like trick off whenever I wanted to and all this and the third, that's cool. But is that going to be the expectation of every single man that I come across? Absolutely not. Because everybody's situation is fucking different. You need to understand the effort. That a man is, you know, trying to put in. If he ain't got it, then he ain't got it. I'm not saying that you got to fuck with no brokies. You definitely don't, you definitely don't need to be fucking with no brokies. But you need to understand that not at every single given time of the day, a man can be able to just be like, yes, 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 yes. And, and more fucking importantly, if a nigga is doing all of that shit too fast, too soon, I'm going to think he's a simp ass nigga. And listen. The fact that I feel like I can get over on you is just unattractive to me. That situation ain't going nowhere fast. It's not. Because you got to have some fucking dignity about yourself. Say no once in a while. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> even if you even if you got it or whatever the case may be, people, even in your own situations, people need to understand that they just can't get off on you. Like, nah. Like, you need to understand, like, you can't always have everything you want. You can have most of it, most of the time. But I'm not going to be able to just be like, oh, yeah, 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 all the time. It's perfectly fine for you to articulate that to a woman and and make her understand, like, listen, I got you, but within reason. I'm not going to be running myself dry just because you want X, Y, and fucking Z. Especially if you're a grown-ass fucking woman with a job. Buy your own shit. I'm able to contribute, (laughs) but buy your own shit. Stop walking out here being a bum ass bitch and expecting a nigga to pay for every last little fucking thing this nigga's not your dad (laughs) the fuck and a lot of you bitches that didn't grow up a father now listen i grew up without one listen i grew up without one but i'm not out with my fucking handout expecting every single nigga i come across to just give me bread just for me to be hatiana i mean in theory that sounds amazing but that's just not what it is And like I said, for a nigga to just be breaking off bread just because I'm going to just think you just do this shit for every bitch. Every you listen, she ain't got to earn nothing. She ain't got to earn her keep with nothing. I'm going to feel like every single bitch you come across is getting the princess treatment. And that's not going to make me feel special. I need to know that the nigga I'm fucking with is an anomaly. (laughs) I need to know that he's doing this shit for me because I, I earned my place in his life. And he respects me enough to, you know what I'm saying, decide to spend bread on me the way he wants to. Not because he feel like he have to, but but because he feels like I'm special. Not just because, oh, whatever, I got it. Whatever. No, listen. Listen. <laughs> listen. I'm thinking about it in the long term. Like, I'm not raising no simp-ass son. <laughs> like, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. He's never going to ever think that he got to break off crazy motherfucking bread just to get the attention of these bitches. No, he's definitely the fuck not. And if a shorty got an issue with that, then she need to take that up with her fucking father and figure out how he going to spend bread on her. Because listen, you're not going to just be able to come around my son and bat your little pretty motherfucking eyes and feeling like you just going to get a dime off of him just, just, just for GP. No, no. You got to put in work to earn your keep. And I'm not talking about exchanging sexual favors. and No, I'm talking about having a real genuine vibe and chemistry where you've been talking to somebody for a minute and they peep your character and they like, yo, like I really dig her. Like I, I don't mind, you know, spend a little bread to give her a little tennis bracelet or a necklace or whatever the case may be or a matching ring or whatever. 
But that's something that you do over time for people that you actually care about. Not somebody who just came into your presence and because she looked cute. It's going to be a lot of bitches who look cute. All right? <laughs> you need to be peeping what that character is like. You know what I'm saying? Dude? She got some fucking integrity and principles. Because unfortunately, unfortunately, it's going to be a lot of little bitches popping pussy for the nigga who's the highest bidder. Okay? And my son need to know, like, yo. I need an anomaly. I need a unicorn. Somebody that's going, somebody that's not the average chick. Not the average woman. Who is easily appeased by niggas who are dropping bread. The one thing that you need to understand about niggas who got money is that it is a sport to them. That shit ain't nothing. Niggas is talking about this whole situation with, what's his name? Um, Harden. And him giving uh, Sweetie 10K to go on a fucking date. First of all, let me say this. Do I think that's dumb? Absolutely. But at the end of the day, that man does with his money what he wants to do with that money. Am, am I entitled to call him a simp? No, because he makes $41 million a year and 100K ain't shit to him. Even if that's what he was doing. But this nigga is known for going in strip clubs and dropping crazy bread on bitches. So what's the difference between him doing it for one woman versus 20? That's something that he does all the time. Spending bread is a rich man's sport. So if that's something that he's doing all the time and Sweetie peeped that, even if whether she's interested in him or not, she need to be aware like, yo, this is something that this nigga do all the time. It shouldn't be nothing. Even if she didn't have no bread, it shouldn't be nothing that makes her feel like super important. Because let's just say he's a fucking dickhead and he just decided and he just decided like, yeah, I'll pay 10K for the ass just because it's a t- just because it's a Tuesday. Shouldn't make you feel special for that. Somebody who t- pay who pays attention to the different details and the things that you like to make a situation special for you is somebody that you really need to be holding on. Listen, for a man that's making forty one million dollars a year to, to rub off 10K on his fucking nuts. Like it's nothing does not impress me in the least. I mean, yes, isn't a nice payout? Absolutely. But even if this nigga quote unquote didn't get a return on his investment, quote unquote, it still would be nothing for him even if Saweetie decided to dub him. What the fuck is 100K for a nigga making 41 million? Nothing. Even when you think about the dudes that's hood rich. Who could take you inside of the Louis store? Who could get you some Gucci slides and all of this shit? Like, that's cool. But, you know, listen, he could do that for anybody. Somebody who's taking the time to pay attention to the little details and the little things that make you smile. Even, I mean, even in a situation where they are spinning bread, you need to deal with people like that. I'm not saying that there's anything wrong with a man. I'm not saying that there's anything wrong with hypergamy. I believe in hypergamy. I believe that women should date quote unquote up. Or, you know, be able to fuck with a man who's able to not only just fund her lifestyle. I mean, not only his lifestyle, excuse me, but his as well. <sighs> Did I say that right? I hope I said that right. Y'all know what the fuck I mean. But yeah, like my son is just going to know he's not going to, that's his name, James Harden. My, my son is not going to be a James Harden, even if he had James Harden money. He's going to let these girls know, like, yo, you got to earn your stay around here. And I'm not talking about exchanging sexual favors. I'm talking about really getting to know him 
and knowing him in and out. And yes, will there be Decepticons? Absolutely. I thought that there were plenty niggas in my past who really liked me for me. When some of them just liked me because I was a good fuck, a good look, a good this, a good that. But it wasn't because they genuinely cared about Hatiana. A lot of people could come across your life and do that, whether they got bread or not. But I think it's harder, you know, when you do have, I think the more beautiful you are and the more money you have, the harder it is going to be for you to date. But James Harden is right up fucking Saweetie's alley. She like niggas who spend money on Birkins and all this shit. She, she got on the internet saying, if a nigga don't do this, that, and the third, da, 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 you don't need to be paying attention to him. If he, da, 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 da. She, she said that. She put that energy out in the air. So for her to be getting those kind of niggas in her inboxes who feel like they can buy her with a hundred fucking K, I mean, he just put a price on your head, baby. That's all that is. I feel like I just rambled a lot. But in a dynamic between a man and a woman... I believe, you know, just for me, I need an alpha because I know how much of a presence I have. You know what I'm saying? I can't have no pushover ass man. And when I say alpha, I'm not equating that to somebody who just moves off of his just own accord and everybody just move around what he's doing. I'm talking about a man who has enough self-respect to say like, yo, I'm not doing every single thing just because just I'm not twitching just because you tell me to move, bitch. Like I'm not doing that. Like, yeah, I do it sometimes, but I'm not doing it all the fucking time. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? That type of dude. I very much need an outfit in my motherfucking relationship. I like somebody who, you know, is telling me like, listen, we got to be here at this time. Wear this. Look sexy. Make it. Listen, dress it up and make it look nice for me. I need. Yeah, I like all of that. Be here at this time. You know what I'm saying? Be ready for daddy. That's the kind of of guy I like. You know what I'm saying? I don't think that there's anything wrong with that. But I also don't think that there's anything wrong with a woman assimilating that kind of role if if that works for them in their situation. Most women, how he said, like he said, most women in situations now, they need beta men. They need beta uh, men. They do. Because they bossy chicks. And they're very headstrong. And sometimes they just need a man who is conducive for their lifestyle. There's app. Listen, stop getting caught up in fucking titles. Stop. Just do Just do what's best for your situation. It's going to be a lot of people on the internet telling you it's trash to be this and it's trash to be that. Be the best person that you can be in your relationship. Whether that, you, whether that be you being an alpha or a motherfucking beta. It's perfectly fine to be either. That's that's all I'm basically saying at the end of the day. Um, and whether my son turns out to be an alpha or a beta, that just literally just depends on the kind of situation that he uh he he's in. Um, but I will hope <laughs> I will hope for his sake that he's an alpha in his situation, you know? Because listen, mommy and daddy alphas, and we need little alphas too. <laughs> But, um, you know, I'm just speaking that into my existence, you know, for my future family and all of that. But I think I pretty much covered a lot today. Um, I did a lot of rambling, but y'all know me. That's just what I do. Um, (laughs) I really hope y'all enjoyed this motherfucking episode. We're going to get into more conversations about, you know, um, like appearance and attractiveness and, relationships and all of that on a later date um I think this episode is long enough so I didn't want to drag it too much 
but yeah we definitely will be getting into all of that on our next episode so again i'm gonna conclude this episode here um again i probably missed out on some shit but again y'all know me y'all know how we rocking um yeah so uh add the anchor page uh the hard pill podcast um add the hard pill podcast on instagram subscribe for the 9.99 a month if you love my motherfucking content or you can head to my cash app as well and hit me if you like and um I think that's it. So, yeah, this is Hatiana um, from the Hard Pill Podcast, episode two. And you know what I'm saying? I love y'all how I love y'all and all that. And I'll see y'all next time. Bye. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Hard Pill Podcast. And again, I am your host, Hatiana, and I love that you allowed me some of your time today. Follow and turn on all of your post notifications for all updates. You can reach me at the Hard Pill Podcast on Instagram, and you can also follow my personal page, which is Scared Money Don't Make Money. That's S C A R E D M O N E Y. D-O-N-T-M-N-E-Y. You can also DM me with all your questions and any topics that you guys would like to discuss. And if you would like to donate to the pod, you can cash at me personally at H-E-N-N-Y-F-I-N-E-S-S-E-E. That's H-E-N-N-Y-F-I-N-E-S-S-E. Love you guys. Bye.